You are listening to episode 59 of the Deeper Than Work podcast. And in today's episode, we're talking all about how to create the time you need to go after and accomplish your goals. The truth is, it's not about finding more time in the day to accomplish what you need. It's about creating more time. It's about revamping your schedule. If you are someone who really wants to make this year be your breakout year where you accomplish all of the things you know you are called to do, but this idea of finding the time to get things done is something that's a barrier for you, this episode is for you. This is Deeper Than Work, a podcast that specializes in real career talk for real career women. Join your host, Dorianne St. Fleur, as she shares practical and actionable strategies guaranteed to help you become the corporate powerhouse you're meant to be. So one of the biggest blockers that I've seen over the years. I have coached hundreds, thousands of women, high achieving women who want to excel in their careers and get huge things accomplished. One of the biggest barriers that they say keeps them from accomplishing all that they want to do is not having enough time. And so I want to spend time today talking about how to revamp your schedule, how to really start to think about time so that you can create the kind of time that you need to accomplish the goals that you have. The truth is, no matter how lofty of goals you set, no matter how many great intentions you have, if you don't have the time to execute, to sit down and plan, to work, to network, to upgrade all of the different aspects of goal setting that you have to do, if you don't have the time to do that, then you won't accomplish anything. And so really getting clear on how you can think about your schedule so that you can create the time that you need is going to be a critical part of this process. And so the first question that I want you to think about, I want you to ask yourself is, what do I think about time? How do I think about time? Do you think that time is fleeting? Do you think that there's never enough of it? Do you think that certain people just have all the time in the world to accomplish the goals that they do and other people just don't? How do you think about time? There's all this research and so much uh, that has been talked about with time. And what my takeaway is that when it comes to time, time is relative. And I'm not just saying that to try to be like have some, you know, airy fairy kind of thing about oh, time is relative, whatever, but it really is. <laughs> and I, I think I, I now that I've moved across the country and I'm in a completely different time zone and I work with people in other time zones and just traveling and all this stuff, the, the, the concept of time is really, really relative. There are, depending on where you are, 
I can be speaking to people who are in another day than I am. There are clients that I have who are in Singapore, right? And sometimes when I'm speaking with them, we are completely two different days, right? Um, There are times where I am scheduling things uh, with people who are in a different time zone than me. And while I'm thinking about breakfast, they're thinking about lunch, right? Just the idea in and of itself of this time and that aspect where it can be different things to different people. I can travel from New York to California and gain some more hours in my day or lose some hours in my day. So from that aspect, time is relative, right? It's not something that is just set and just is, it depends. Where are you? What are you doing? Are you traveling? What time zone are you on, right? There's that aspect of it. And then it's even the aspect of how people look at time. I'm going to link to a video that I was watching that is so fascinating where how do people think about themselves as it relates to time. There are people who think that they are moving through time. So time is something that's there and they move toward things, right? And there are other people who think that they are static and time is moving around them. So things are moving to them, right? It's very fascinating. My point is, is to say that the way that we all, each of us think about time is very different and it is not something that is concrete and set in stone. So that's the first takeaway I want you to really sit down and reflect and think about, how do I think about time? Is it something that is static? Am I moving through it? Is it coming to me? Like really take some time to research. This is, I know you're like, I want to know how to fix my schedule. Can we get to that? We will. But I think it's important for you to even just start to think about, like, just in general, what do you think about time? And then think about what have you been taught about time? Have you been taught that life is short and you better hurry up and do all these things because you just never know when your last day is going to be? Or have you been taught you have so much time, the world is your oyster, do all these things, try it out, you'll see what happens. Do you think that time is scarce? Do you think that time is abundant? All of this is really important as a foundation for you to think about scheduling and timing because in order to better manage the time that you have, you really should be able to answer some of these fundamental questions about how you're actually thinking about time and what you actually think about it. As with everything that I talk about, the mindset, the way you think about a thing is just as important, if not more important than the thing itself. And so if you're one of these folks who are struggling with time, if you feel like you don't have enough time, you, it gets away from you all, all every single day, you don't know what you spent your time on, First step, let's think about how you think about time. What are the beliefs you have about it? What have you been taught about it? How do you want to feel about it? Start there so that as we go through some of these concepts and these exercises and strategies that I'm going to give you, you can be thinking about it in context to where you already are and what you're already thinking. Now, the truth is that when it comes to your time, when it comes to managing time, when it comes to figuring out how to get more hours into your day, You have the most control over how you spend your time. This can be a radical thought for some of you because I know that some of us have been taught that things are just happening to us and we have all of these priorities and all of these things to do and we have a job and we have a family and we have loved ones and we have this and that and I don't have control over my time. I want to spend more time working out. I want to spend more time going and doing the things that are going to get me closer to my goal, but I just don't have control over my time. The truth is 
the individual, the person who has the most control over how you spend your time is you. This can be hard to hear, but it is the truth. You choose what you spend your time on. You choose how much energy and effort you give to certain things in your day. You have that control. And I know sometimes it can feel like I don't have a choice. I'm doing what I need to do. There's no more time. I know that feeling. Believe me, I know. But the moment that I realize that I get to control how I spend my time, who I spend it with, what I spend it doing, is when things began to shift and change. And so in order to do that, some of the things that you need to think through, there's three main things that you need to think about when you want to really make the decision to start controlling your time and controlling how you spend your time is one, you need to understand the fundamental definitions of priorities and distractions. Number two, you need to be realistic about how much time you actually have. Some of you think you have more time than you actually do to get things done, right? And some of you think you have less time than you actually do to get things done. It's not always that you're wasting time and you don't have time to do this. Sometimes, no, the way your life is set up, you don't really have time to do all of the things that you want to do in the time frame that you want to do them in. And we're going to talk about how to revamp and do all of that, but you really got to get realistic first and assess where am I with time? How much time do I actually truly really have? Do I have more time than I thought or do I have less time than I thought? And the third thing is that you got to get good at leveraging time blocking. Now I'm going to go into each of these areas for you because it is really, really important that you manage this so that you're able to truly begin to check off these goals and accelerate the time it takes you to accomplish what it is you want to accomplish by controlling your time. So the first question I want to ask you is, what are your priorities? And before you answer what are your priorities, I want to go through what the definition of a priority first is, because I think it's cute for us to say, oh, my priorities are my health and my priorities are my family and my career. But is it really your priority or is it what you think your priority should be? Because the definition of a priority is the fact or condition of being regarded or treated as more important or a thing that is regarded as more important than another. And so while you may think that your priority is X, when you think about what you're actually treating as the most important when it comes to your time, when it comes to what you're focusing your energy on, where you invest your money, where you invest your time, attention, all of those things, is it really aligned with what you think are your priorities? Now, I'm not trying to <laughs> snatch anybody's edges or anything as I go through this, but I am obligated to speak truth to you all. And this idea of what is your priority is really at the foundation of revamping your schedule. <laughs> if you're if you're saying I want to achieve this goal, I want to get these things done in this amount of time, I want to accelerate my path, I want to really do this, but I don't have the time to do it, then is this really a priority? This is a question I want you to to ponder and reflect on as we go through this process. 
So your priority is the thing that is regarded or treated as more important. It takes priority over any other matter. What are your priorities? A question I want you to reflect on are the things that you're prioritizing right now. So if you think about your schedule, if you think about where you spend your time, are those things that you are prioritizing, aka regarding more important than other things, aligned with your goals and your values? This is a big question to answer. If you're saying that I prioritize landing a new job, that's what I think is most important. Does your schedule line up with that? Does it show that above other things, this job searching is a priority for me? If you look at the top three things that I spend my time on, this is a priority. Or does it say that something else is more important than the job search? Right? Is getting a promotion, is getting a raise, is launching your business, whatever it is that you're saying is important, are the way you're, is the way you're spending your time aligned with that? That's something I want you to think about. The next thing that I really want you to understand is how you handle distractions. And so let's even define what distractions are. Distractions are a thing that prevents someone from giving full attention to something else or extreme agitation of the mind or emotions, right? Taking us away from something else because I'm thinking about or I'm feeling a certain way is distracting me from what I should be giving my full attention to. A lot of times when we hear the word distractions, we think of them as just negative things. Like, this is a distraction. I don't want to pay attention to this. And so we, we, because we have it in this negative connotation, it's hard to hear that going to brunch could be a distraction. It's hard to hear that, you know, doing some self-care. I want to watch the show. That that's a distraction. It's hard to hear that certain, um, you know, extracurricular things that you're working on outside of work or, you know, volunteering or whatever can be a distraction. A distraction in and of itself is not negative or positive, right? It's neutral. It's just a thing that prevents you from giving full attention to something else. I really want you to dig into and understand what distractions are, because if we then align that with priorities, if my priority is this thing that is more important than other things, then whenever I am not giving my full attention to this thing that I've said is a, is a priority, then I'm, it's a distraction. And that's not neither, there's no judgment there, right? It's, new, it's a neutral thing. A distraction is a neutral thing. What, where it gets tricky is that you want to, as you think about making more time, as you think about how do I revamp my schedule, as you think about how do I find more hours in my day, what am I going to do? You want to think about what am I doing? With, how am I handling distractions? Am I giving in to every distraction that comes my way? Am I creating intentional time to do these things so they're not actually taking my attention away from what I should be doing when I should be doing it? Am I saying for this season that I'm in right now, these distractions I'm going to put on hold. I'm going to sacrifice doing these things because it's taking me away from this other goal. There's many different ways to think about it, but first you have to understand what it really is and really define all of these things for yourself. This is why I said this is the foundational piece of reclaiming your time and taking control of your time is really understanding fundamentally what does it mean to 
to, 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 what does a priority mean and what is a distraction? These are things you must define for yourself before we even talk about scheduling or, or any of that stuff. Understanding first, what is going on? What are my priorities? Are they aligned with my goals? What are distractions? How am I handling those distractions? So another point of reflection for you, how have you been responding to distractions? If you have something that you set as a priority, you set as a goal, and then there's something that's taking your attention away from it, you've allotted this time, let's say you've allotted an hour every morning to work out, and something else comes up. You want to watch the show, or you want to sleep in, or you want to, uh, you know, do something else. Read this book, right? Reading a book is not bad. Sleeping in is not bad. <laughs> Watching this show is not bad. But in this time, in, the, in this example, it's taking your attention away from working out, which is something you said is a priority. So it's a distraction in this moment. How do you respond to that? Do you give in? Do you create more space and time to do those things so that it's not that they're not distractions? Do you ignore them? How have you been responding to distractions when they come up? Now, I've given some examples around distractions that are, you know, they're, they're good things, but then there also are distractions that are time wasters, right? Distractions and things that we're doing that we really, it's not edifying, it's not adding to anything. We're kind of mind numbing and kind of just going through the motions and not necessarily something that we should be doing. Think about that. How, what are my distractions and how have I been responding to them? So, I want you to really take this time as a point of reflection and think about what do I want my priorities to be? So we've defined what priorities are. I've asked you to think about the things that you're prioritizing now when you look at your schedule, when you look at how you're spending your time. Do they line up with your goals? Do they line up with your values? Do they line up with what you want them to be? If the answer is no, what do you want your priorities to be? How do you want to respond to distractions. I want you to take time to reflect on this before we even move forward and talk about how to schedule and what you should be thinking about. What do you want your priorities to be? Think about the goals that you have for your career in the next three months, six months, 12 months. In order to get to and achieve those goals, what do your priorities need to be in this season? What are some distractions that could come up to throw you off track and take your attention away from these priorities? And how do you want to respond to them? These are the foundational type of questions that people are not asking themselves, which is why year after year, you're going through the motions of not accomplishing the, the goals that you want at the rate that you want, at the level that you want, because you're not, before you think about and just say, I just don't have time, I'm too busy, there's too much going on, you're not taking the time to actually reflect on some of this at the outset. So once you've done that, the next question or the next thing that I want you to think about is, how much time do you really have. As I mentioned a little bit earlier, I think that there are a lot of people who are walking around thinking, I have no time. There is nothing that I can take out of my schedule. There is nothing else that I can add to this list. I have no time. And for some people, it's true. The way that their schedules are set up, 
they don't, there is no time to take away anything else. Or if they do, that means that there's something else is being sacrificed that's important. But there's a vast majority of people who are in this bucket of thinking that they have no time, they can't add anything else. And when they actually do an inventory of what they're spending their time doing, they're realizing that what they're spending time doing is not aligned with the goals that they have. It's not aligned with their core values. It's not aligned with what their priorities are. And there are other people who think, oh, I have these big lofty goals. This is what I want to accomplish this year. This is what I'm doing in the next six months. Um, I, this this how it's going to work. And then they also are not moving forward because they actually don't have the time. They're actually overconfident in how much time they have. And they actually don't have the time to do all of this or to do it as quickly as they thought. And so I really want you to think about what, where am I on, in this whole spectrum? How much time do I actually have? Where are places that I can leverage to create more time and space for the things that I need to do? But first, you have to assess. And so I want you to think about for the past seven days, right? We don't need to worry about what you've been doing last month or last year. Let's just take a snapshot of time of the last seven days, what time do you go to bed on average? So like, to think, get out a piece of paper, <laughs> write down, okay, for the past seven days, I went to bed at this time. This is what I've been doing. What time do you wake up for the past seven days? For the past seven days, how many hours have you been, do you watch TV? Now, if you're like me, this is a big area <laughs> that I have a lot of time. I like to play like I don't have time, but Netflix will tell you something different. All right. Disney Plus will tell you something different. So how many hours per week for the last seven days have you been watching TV? How many more out? How many hours for the past seven days do you spend on your phone? I think one of the most eye opening data points that I've had over the past few months was looking at my screen time. There was a season where I was, my, my phone was telling me that I spent seven and a half hours per day on my phone. Seven and a half hours per day. That means that at any given time, I'm on my phone scrolling, looking, shopping, uh, DMing, whatever, right? Watching something, listening to something, but seven and a half hours. How much of that time was productive time? So these are, these are questions I've literally asked myself. How many times are you spending on your phone? Now, this is where it gets into it. This is not a blanket, oh, if you're spending seven and a half hours, something's wrong. If you work on your phone, then okay, it makes sense, right? If you're on Zoom calls on your phone, if you are listening to podcasts that are helping you improve on a certain skill that you need for whatever your goals are, right? So it's not just a blanket statement, one size fits all, but this is an assessment you need to do because for me, a lot of that seven and a half hours per day was not on anything productive. It was, it was wasting time. And I identified that for my own schedule and my own goals. So I want you to ask yourself that. For the past seven days, how many hours were you, did you spend working, actually doing work that you get paid for and this is what you do? And of that time, how much of that was actually spent working? There are times where on paper it says that I work 
40 hours a week, eight hours a day, but I actually did work for maybe an hour and a half to two hours at that time. The rest of the time, I'm kikiing with the people in the office, we're in meetings, I'm going to lunch, I'm online, I'm not actually doing work, right? And so, yes, okay, I'm at work from this time to this time, but how much of that time am I actually spending doing work? Another thing you should ask yourself for the past seven days, how much of my time or how am I spending my time when I'm not working? So whether it's the weekends, after hours, before work, how am I spending my time and how much of that time is spent on my priorities? So these are questions I want you to sit down and ask yourself because it's really going to help you get a snapshot of how much time do I actually have? Am I spending a lot of time watching TV? Am I scrolling through my phone? Am I, yeah, I'm at work, quote unquote, but I'm not actually working. I could be using some of this time to, to do something else, to research something else, to put towards some of my goals, right? Or rethink how I'm spending my time, how I'm spending my time at work, right? I want you to go through and assess and ask yourself these questions because what it's going to identify for you is where are the gaps in my schedule? Where do I, where can I find time to, to rethink what I'm doing and how I'm spending my time? Do I actually, no, I don't get to watch any TV. I don't get to scroll on any phone. I'm working for the moment I, I log into the moment I log off and then I have things to do. Then that is going to affect or impact how you, what we're going to do for strategies to re, revamp your time, right? Because they're, they're, you're already stretched. But be, without knowing, without going through this process, you won't know. And so I want you to make informed decisions, but first you have to do this assessment. What I have seen is that everyone has some wiggle room in their schedule. There is something that they can do. Maybe they go to bed later. Maybe they go to, uh, they wake up earlier. Maybe they stop watching this show every, whatever it is, right? Some people have more time than others. And this is what I went back to before. It's not one size fits all. We have different priorities, different things, but there is some ways to figure out, do I have an extra one hour per week? Do I have an extra five hours per week to help me actually move forward and achieve the goals that I want to achieve in my career? And so when you go through this, this assessment, once you come up with this, I really want to ask yourself, is there room for my priorities? Based on how I've already been spending my time, is there room? How can I make room? Am I happy with how this is forming out to be? The truth is we don't find time, we make time. We create time. It's not about how do I find more hours in my day to accomplish my goals, to go after this job, to start this consulting, to fill in the blank. It's about how do I create time? How do I make time for the priorities that I have in my life? How do I make time by eliminating or decreasing the distractions that are keeping me from what it is that I want to achieve? Now, on that vein, I know <laughs> that you've probably heard this, and this is annoying to me, but it's something that we hear all the time. Well, everyone has the same 24 hours in a day as Oprah and Beyonce, so you need to go ahead and get it done. Now, I know I just said that we don't find time, we make time, and I believe that and I stand on that. 
But again, remember how this whole thing started. Time is relative. It is different for every single person depending on the different factors. So while, yes, we all have 24 hours in a day, we're not all able to use our 24 hours in the same way because we have different demands on our life. We have different, we're in different places. So for the, first of all, you're not awake for a full 24 hours. So when people talk about, oh, you have 24 hours a day, I'm not awake for that whole time. And when I am awake, go back to the assessment and see, I'm spending this time working, I'm doing this, I have these, these demands outside of work, et cetera. And so what is the actual waking hours that I can actually get stuff done? Two, there are competing demands for your time and attention. If you have people who depend on you to feed them and clothe them, right, and get them to where they need to be, then that's demanding on your time. If you have more than one, if you have one of those people demanding yourself, that's one thing versus having five of those people demanding your time. That's a whole nother thing, right? You also cannot and should not be working around the clock. So again, back to this idea of, oh, you have 24 hours, you need to get in to do this. There should be time to take breaks. There should be time to sleep. There should be time to eat, right? There should be time to, to have fun and take care of yourself. So it's not about cramming all these things into a day. Four, everyone doesn't have the same level of support and help, right? Okay, yes, Oprah and Beyonce got the same 24 hours, but there's teams of people that help power these amazing women to accomplish what they have. And not everyone has that same level of support or that same kind of team to help them do what they do. Number five, sometimes we just have off days, right? Yeah, I got these, these 24 hours in this day, just like Beyonce and Oprah, fine, but I'm just not feeling it today. We, there's a lot of things that are going on and I, I, need to, I need to just bow out today. I need to just chill and relax and not do anything. And also you can't change the trajectory of your life and your career in one day. So it's not actually about 24 hours. It's not about, oh, you have 24 hours in a day to get this done. There's so many different variables that it just doesn't, it's not effective. It's not efficient. It's not useful to think about how am I going to cram all this stuff I need to do in this 24 hours. You know, all these other people have 24 hours and they're doing all these sorts of things. We can't, you can't think about it in that way. So instead, I want you to think about your time. Instead of thinking about it in days, I want you to think about it in blocks. So first, there is your completion block. You don't have to accomplish all 5,000 of your amazing goals tomorrow. You don't have to accomplish all of your 5,000 amazing goals next week, right? Break them down into blocks of completion. So think about, all right, if I think about my career goals for the next 12 months, this is where I would like to be. Then when I break that down, let me think about what I can get accomplished then in the next three months that bring me closer to where I want to be in 12 months. Then let me break it down even further and think about what can I do to make meaningful progress on this goal that I have in the next 30 days that get me closer to accomplishing what I want in three months, that get me closer to what I want to accomplish in the next 12 months. So breaking our our goals down into chunks of time and then chunks of time that are longer than a day, right? Longer than a week, help us put things into perspective. And so instead of trying to do 12 things off my to-do list tomorrow, all right, I have 30 days to get 
to do these things. How, when I look at my life, when I look at how much time I have, when I look at the priorities I have, when I look at how I'm gonna deal with distractions, all of this, here are the three things that I can get accomplished over the next 30 days. And getting these three things done will mean that I am on track to be where I need to be in the next three months, right? Really being deliberate and intentional about how you think about the timing of completing your goals. I love making lists. I love having to do lists and all of these sorts of things. But the truth is they can sometimes do more harm than good. And so instead of thinking about, okay, I need to, 50 things and to crush them and kill them in the, on this day. And if I don't, I'm a failure. You want to chunk out your time and think about it in blocks. When do I need to complete this stuff by to get me closer to the goal? How can I break this down into manageable blocks that will help me, yes, check things off, but in a more realistic way that gets me closer to where I want to be overall. The second block you should be thinking about is your progress block. So again, I know that I want to accomplish this thing in the next 12 months. This is what it looks like for three months, six months from now, etc. What can I work on this month that will bring me closer to my six-month goal? What progress can I make in these six months? Or what are three things that I must do this week for me to stay on track with the goals that I have for the next six months? Or what's one thing that I can do today that's aligned with my priority that's going to help me get closer to where I want to be in the next month, three months, six months, 12 months. And so stop again thinking about how much am I going to do in this day? I got 24 hours and so does everyone else. I got all this pressure. And now I start to think about how do I make progress? What's the one thing I can do today? What are the three things I can do this week? Right. What do I want to have accomplished by the end of this three months or these six months to get me closer to the goals that I have? Again, time is relative. We can still get things done and get things done quicker than what we thought we could by just being strategic about how we're thinking about time. We haven't even gotten to the strategy of the scheduling. We haven't even gotten to that yet. We're talking about just how, how are you thinking about time? And then we get to work blocks, right? And so we talked about your completion blocks. We talked about your progress blocks. Now here is your work block, thinking about where can I create time in my schedule this month to get work done? So I'm not looking at every single day and I have all these and I got to take the kids to this and I got to do that and I got to volunteer for this and I got my, this big thing on my job. So yes, there may be some days where it's off and maybe some days where I don't get to work on this. But when I think about this whole month, when I sit down at the beginning of this month and I think about what do I want to accomplish in the next 30 days, where can I create time on my schedule? So this first week looks crazy at work. Okay. But this second week, it's a little light. I don't see any other things that I have to work on. So I'm going to put a block here, two hours on Saturday, one hour on Friday to get my stuff done and get me closer to achieving my goal, right? Think about it in that way. What, what is going to be your work blocks? How are you going to schedule time to make sure that you're getting done what needs to get done? Which distraction can I remove during this season so that I can work on my plan, right? 
So yes, normally I love watching this show. This is my favorite show. It's self-care for me. I can escape and do this. But during this season, I got to get this work done. This is this goal I'm working on for the next three months. And so I'm sacrificing this distraction. I'm going to put it on hold. No, I can't be part of the, the group chat talking about this. I'm not going to, yes, I'm going to miss what's going on. But when I think about my priority, when I think about what I want to achieve in the next three months and how I want to complete this work, this is a distraction that I don't want to prioritize. I want to prioritize actually achieving the goal that I have put out here for myself. Asking yourself, where can I place protected time in my schedule? If I wake up just one hour before I normally wake up, before everybody else wakes up, before the emails start going off, before all of the other things that kind of take over my day, can this be protected time where I work on this goal, where I put together my business plan, where I create my social media, where I apply for jobs, where I send out LinkedIn emails to, to, to connect with people and have informational interviews. Can this be my protected time to help me work and do what it is? So now I don't do it every day, but maybe three days a week, I'm waking up an hour earlier to get this done. Maybe on the weekends, the week is just completely stretched. I can't add anything else. So on the weekends, I'm gonna wake up a little bit earlier or I'm a night person. And so actually, I'm going to go to sleep one hour later just so I can get this done. Or I'm going to use my lunch block. I'm going to make this a, a working lunch. Instead of just, you know, doing other things, I'm going to sit down while I'm eating. I'm going to focus on this for this block of time to get this done. Where can I place protected time so that I can work and do this? A lot of times we have the goals, we have the plan, we know what we should be doing, but we don't think about actually, when am I going to do this? When am I actually going to make sure that I get this done? Now, again, this, this work block is going to vary. How much time you have is going to vary based on your assessment, based on how much time you've allocated and where you have room to, to, to add all of this stuff is going to vary. So maybe you only were able to find two hours out of your week, whereas someone else could find more. Whatever you have is whatever you need, is whatever you have to work with. You just have to think about, if I only have two hours per week, then how long will this take me to get to my goal? Maybe instead of three months, it'll take me five months, right? And so this is where being realistic comes into play. But it's everybody, it is possible for us to really rethink and shift about how we do this. The big thing, though, is how we even think about time. If you're thinking that time is fixed, that it just is what it is, there's no way to change it, some of the things we talked about earlier, then okay, it's going to be more of that. But if you're ready to think about, no, this time this is relative, I'm going to fix this, I'm going to figure out where there's gaps, I'm going to, I'm going to really dive in and revamp how I think about time, where I'm spending my time, then you have an opportunity to really rethink what you're doing and how you're actually spending your time. So now that you've thought about all of that and you've gone through that process, now it's time to actually do the work of revamping your schedule. So the first thing you need to do is look at your schedule for the upcoming week and remove everything that isn't mandatory. So you've already gone through your assessment. You've thought about how you spent your time for the past seven days. Now I want you to look at the next seven days and what 
are the things that are mandatory. I have to go to work. I have to drop this, uh, the kids. I have to, you know, get my parents out and do this. Whatever the things are mandatory, you must do it. Cannot be delegated. You, you, you have to go into work. Whatever it is, you have that, right? Remove everything else that is not that. And remember, we are working on priorities. So it's not like, oh, but I really like to do this. If that's not a priority right now, if you've identified your priority is health, career, and family, then anything that's not a part of that is not that it's not important, but priorities mean that they are more important than other things. And so there could be 10 things that are important, but what are the top, what are the top priorities? And that's how you're going to think about what needs to, what needs to stay and what needs to be removed. You then want to schedule time for the things that we do just about going about life, <laughs> for sleeping, for eating, time with loved ones, self-care, devotion, any other non-negotiable thing that you, you have to do, right? Not necessarily mandatory per se, but you should eat, you should sleep, you should spend time with people you love, right? You want to put that in there. And so now you have kind of what the, the baseline schedule looks like. Now, here is where it may, you'll, you'll start to see, because you've taken out the distractions, you've taken out things that aren't priorities, you may start to see, okay, here are some areas where I can focus and spend time doing what it is that I need to do. I want you to then take note of what your quote-unquote power hours are. These are the times of day where you are at your peak. By now, you should know. <laughs> I'm a morning person. If I wake up and I get this stuff done, I knock it out. Or I'm an evening person or in the afternoon is when I crash. Think about when do you when are you at your peak? When are you the ideas are flowing? You have the energy. Think about when look think about when those times are and ask yourself, how can I align my power hours with the time where I'm gonna work with my work blocks? with the time where I'm gonna actually do work towards this goal that I have and this thing that I want to accomplish. And sometimes because of the mandatory things, it's not necessarily possible, right? But you want to see how can I rejigger some things? If I'm at work during my power hour, is it possible that one day out of the week or one day out of the month, right? It, again, realistic with the time that we have where I'm not taking meetings during my power hour and I'm going to instead focus on, this is my work block for getting me towards my goals, the things that I want to achieve. This is a non-negotiable time where I'm going to leverage being in my peak state, my peak performance, and I'm going to actually work on things that are going to help me get closer to where it is that I want to be. You want to create time for working on your goals during ideally within the power hours, but whenever it fits within your schedule. If it's not in your schedule, it won't get done. This is the reality of our lives in, in today's world. If it's not on the schedule, it doesn't get done. You want to schedule time, time to make phone calls on fill in the blank, time to research this thing, time to take this training, time to network on LinkedIn, whatever you need to do that is going to help you make the progress that you want and get closer to the goals that you want to achieve, you need to schedule those and they need to be non-negotiable times. You also want to make a plan for dealing with distractions. 
So yes, I have these plans, but you know, my kid is sick or something has come up for work, some emergency. How will you deal with it? What questions will you ask yourself to know? Is this something that is that should take my attention away? Right? If your kid is sick, yeah, this is a priority for me. Now, is it that I need to deal with this or is there someone else that can deal with this? If there isn't someone else that can deal with this, fine. This is something I need to take my attention away from and this is what I'm going to do. If, if there is someone else, then I'll delegate it to that person. If this thing comes up from work, is this truly something that needs to be done right now during this non-negotiable time or can, I, can it wait for the next hour for me to do it? Think about how you're going to deal with distractions, what questions you're going to ask yourself, what decision tree you're going to put in place to make sure that you're not just sacrificing time that is going to help you push forward and achieve the goal that you want, but is actually going to help you stay on track to achieve your goals. And then lastly, you also want to include time to reward yourself. You've gone through the process, you've revamped your schedule, you've taken, you've done your, your work blocks, you're doing all these things. You should reward yourself. Don't forget about that part in the process either, because just as much as you want to work hard, you also want to play hard. And if you're you're sacrificing distractions and you're doing all these sorts of things, there still should be an opportunity for you to move forward and accomplish the goals that and reward yourself for accomplishing the goals and making progress on what it is that you want to achieve. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. This is really how we spread the message and let people know about what we're doing here over at Deeper Than Work. And if you want to share with me on social, tag me at your career girl. Let me see those photos of you listening to the podcast. Tell me what was your biggest takeaway. I can't wait to connect with you.